Rodriguez, Valavantes, Rendalo. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the greatest podcast on earth about nonsense. This is the Axe and Iron Podcast. I am Chris Cash from Mount Phillip Metalworks, joined by my co-host, Roy the Psychopath Scott. Oh, yeah. Vintage Axe Works. What's going on, buddy? I feel like uh, I just saw you. I feel like we just went out there. Yeah, the we I did. I got to ride in the Subaru. Not the new Subaru. Not but the, the new old one. Subaru. Fun fact, I have not... Um, it's not a fun fact. Stop saying fun fact. It's not. It's not gonna be fun. Go ahead. I haven't driven that thing um, since I handed the keys over to my wife. <laughs> there you go. I uh, take that back. I drove it one time, and I was fiddling with all the fucking um, safety shit and whatever. Yeah. Because if you buy a car today, it, it it's like it's buying a, a fucking. It's like a it, cockpit. A oh, it, cockpit. <laughs> yeah, it's got yeah. every every imaginable option that you don't fucking need, and it yeah. likes to it likes to drive for you. And I yeah. do not like any of those functions, so right. I'm like blippity do turning off. Turn, and she's like, "What are you doing? You're changing my settings." And then she was like, yeah. I, "I go, well, whenever you get back in the car, just change it back." And she goes, "I don't get in your car and change all your shit and just leave it for you to fucking drive. Don't touch my shit." I go, "All right. So if you want to if you want to go somewhere in this car, you're driving from now on." Right, and she, was, and she was like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, I am." That's funny you say that because Amy's uncle got a brand new Dodge Ram fifteen hundred. It was mm-hmm. like fifty five thousand dollars. Good God! And he's like, "Get in it, check it out." And I get in, and literally everything is electronic: mm-hmm. the shifter, the four wheel drive button. Every yeah. there's not a single manual cable. And I was like, "No." I was like, Bruce, I'm not being rude, but you can keep this piece of shit. <laughs> I, was like, I said, there's no way I'd want a truck that everything is electronic on. You know how much crap that is to go wrong over the years? Well, in, in the fucking, oh, man. What, whenever we get in her car, it like, it sits down like a cockpit, you're, like you're saying, yeah. and it's got a fucking monitor on there bigger than a fucking iMac. I mean, yeah. It's huge. And it's all like, everything on it is fucking touchscreen. You want your ass yep. warmed up, you hit yep. the little button. It's crazy. I mean, it, it is crazy. I don't want none of that stuff. Give me my old. Really? No, yeah. I don't want any of that. No, stuff. I mean, I'm just saying, want, yeah, really. Yeah, I want the old. I, I was actually just talking to a buddy of mine that works back in the farm last week. He's interested in something I have. And I was like, dude, you find me like a pre 2000 Dodge diesel truck with mm-hmm. like manual everything. And I was right. like, I will trade because he's like a wheeler dealer with old farm trucks. Yeah. And he just, like, finds old farm trucks. And I was like, dude, you find me an old farm truck, like diesel. I would love to have something that – speaking of electronic crap, Amy's Durango, it's not even that new. It's 2014 or 2013. One the, the tire pressure sensors are connected to the ignition module. Ooh, fun. So I put an ignition module in it, and now it needs four new tire pressure sensors because <laughs> they are, for some reason – they're red by the ignition module because that makes sense. Right. So now $190 per sensor, oh you know, plus God. installation. So guess what? That light bulb don't cost nothing to stay on. <laughs> yeah. No shit. So I was like, what? There what is happened a to the blocker out of the UK you can get. Uh, I found online. It's like 65 bucks, and you just put it in your glove compartment and it turns off the light for you. 
Oh, shit. So I might just like, do that. What, yeah, what happened in the days of actually taking a tire pressure gauge and going out there and going, yep, it needs more air. Or, or just visually look at the tire. Yeah. Yeah, it looks good to me. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, I, I'm all for, like, innovation and stuff getting better, but sometimes the path to getting better is actually worse. Oh, it's than... so it's so overkill. It's like Wi-Fi yeah. on my fucking washer and dryer. Yeah, it's the dude. dumbest thing ever. They're just what building is, in options that you don't need to jack up the fucking price. Who the fuck goes, I'm going to put my clothes in the washer, and then I want to hook up to my Wi-Fi system yeah. and start it exactly seven minutes later. Who the fuck does that? No one. No fucking one. That's hilarious because me and my buddy went out to lunch, a guy I've been working in the body industry for years with, and he was telling me about this new dryer he got. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, it has all these settings for like steam. And I, he's like going on and on. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's <laughs> exactly. Like, the dryer settings is like, you know what dryer settings my dryer has? Dry. <laughs> like you put the on and off and you hit you hit dry. And he's like, yeah, but what if you want to like steam? I was like, dude, you're getting old. If you're worried about putting your clothes in the dryer and having them steamed. <laughs> And, I, and he's like a dirt ball like me, works, wears work clothes all the time yeah, yeah. and stuff. I was like, what are you doing? What is this for all these high-function events you're going to on the weekends and you Shit. need your suit and tie steamed? Yeah. But, yeah, he paid like $1,100 for a dryer. I'm yeah. like, bro, I want to put set the timer. My dryer still has the dial that goes when <laughs> you turn it. <laughs> you turn the dial and you pull out a little knob. Boom, dries your clothes. That's all I want. Yeah. What about so you, the fr- oh the refrigerators? Oh, dude, don't with the yeah. see through doors. Oh, it's fucking ridiculous. Because you're t- how about here's an idea might be kind of controversial. How about you just open the door <laughs> of the fridge and see what's in there? <laughs> so controversial. Or yeah. they order the groceries for you. Oh, oh yeah. We've noticed you're getting low on milk. How oh, that, lazy are we becoming? That's no, fucking ridiculous. <laughs> you only have four eggs left. I went ahead and ordered you another yeah. dozen. What? Yeah, we were walking through Costco, and I was like, let's take – because we're getting ready to read and model our kitchen. All, oh, like, com- complete gut, right? And we're walking by, and we're like, let's do Did you guys ever just talk about buying a new house? <laughs> <laughs> you are literally remodeling the entire every, place. Oh, every, th- every square inch of this house is getting redone. It's wild. But, I mean, Good it's for gra- you. It's Good grandma- for you guys. It's grandma's house. It's paid for. So, I, got I mean, we're going to be here forever. So yeah. why not enjoy it? And yeah. I, I think I've mentioned this before. So many people fix up their house right before they sell it. And they're yeah, like, yeah, God, yeah. this house this ain't is so really fucking bad. Nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So we're just doing it now while, and so we can enjoy it for, you know, later on. Right. Um, when you're old. Yeah. So what? What we were walking through Costco. I'm already fucking old. I got. I had three more shots last week. Two in the feet. One in the eye. <laughs> yeah, it sucked. Uh, but we were walking through Costco and we're like, let's take a look at these refrigerators. And like, you, you literally wave your hand in front of them and yeah. it goes. And it like, Ding. it's like yeah. something out of like the Fifth Element or something stupid, right? Mm-hmm. How are you doing today, Ambassador Scott? Would you like me to make you a mocha frappe? <laughs> Yeah, no, I was in. Best I mean, Buy. I might pay for that. <laughs> I was in. Uh, I can't remember what. I think it was Best Buy or some appliance store. And I'm, li- I'm I'm looking for a new fridge. This is probably like back in October, November or something. We don't need a new fridge, but I was gonna get. Amy wants a new fridge. Right. So I was I gonna get you. it for her as a gift. And I'm walking through, and just like you say, everything's like you wave your hands in front. Yeah. I go up to the person working there. It's like. Dave the douche, and he's sitting there swinging his little 
his little tassel that's connected yep. to his keys. Oh, yeah, to his yeah, car yeah. keys. You know how they just swing them on their finger yeah. when they're bored? So I'm they like, hate their life. Hey, hey, uh, is there any normal fridges in this place? Out of the 500 fridges we have on yeah. display, is there anyone that doesn't talk to you or have an LCD screen built into the door? Because all I want is to open the fridge doors and there's yeah. cold things in there. That's it. I don't want like, the, yeah. I don't want cable hooked up to the front of my, really see, the, the televisions. Yeah. In there's the TV. Yeah. yeah. How much time are you spending in the kitchen where you're watching TV? I, it's fuck. It's I'm telling you, they're building in features just to jack up the price of shit. Yeah. You don't yeah, shit you do not need a cheap fridge now is like two grand. That's yeah. a cheap fridge. So, you can get – I saw them up to like 5000 bucks. Yeah, that's right. Like our yeah. the one that I was talking about is like 4500 bucks. 4000 yeah, And she was like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Um, it, no, it, it's just fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and, but all, all of this – what? what we're, you, getting, we're getting oh, old. Oh, I know. It's so <laughs> dumb. We're going to – we're going to – I'm okay with it. It's okay. Yeah. Fuck it. So there's all this conversation – There's a lot of people that think about this shit. They just don't say it out loud. Probably so. Probably. <laughs> but all of this started with you talking about getting into my car. So let's yeah. talk about let's talk about the why we hung out for an evening. Yeah. So uh, Matt Harris needed help on a job, a commercial job in Ohio. What was the name of that city? Orchard Gro- City. Gro- Grove City. Gro- Grove City, Ohio, which was right below Columbus. Columbus. Yeah. Um. Basically installing door pulls, and he made these fantastic steel uh, sliding barn doors that went into a boardroom mm-hmm. of this big company. He asked me if I would take a couple days, go down there, and help him install. It was fascinating for me to go because it showed me a side of steel and ironwork and blacksmithing that I've never wanted to do again in my life. <laughs> I realized that I'm a spoiled brat. Yeah. I'm a sissy when it comes to doing commercial installation. Physical when I say labor. that, no, 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 not the physical labor. When I say yeah. you're at the mercy of all. So here's an example. He makes these beautiful door pulls out of stainless steel. They're phenomenal. Yep. Everybody, all the construction workers that were there were like, oh my God, these are the, these are going to be the coolest thing in this entire building. This is a huge facility. We go to hang the other door pulls and the doors aren't even there. Not right. That, it's not that big a deal, but then come to find out the doors aren't even on site. Again, kind of hard to put me. poles on doors if yeah. they're not there. So now we, he has to go back down there sometime before the end of the month because the facility opens at the beginning of next month. Anyhow, Matt asked me to go down. It was a great experience. We had a blast. In between the first day and the set, we were only there two days because we, we like he busted his ass. I pretty much just watched him. Shocker. But, uh, <laughs> he must have been real desperate to get yeah. all of you. I know. Like, I know. Of all the people out there, yeah, Chris isn't doing anything. He's real cheap. <laughs> yeah, he, he'll be able to come. So I call Roy or text Roy and say, dude, can you like, I think this place is like two hours away from your house. And he met us for dinner and we had a freaking fantastic conversation and you hung out in the hotel with us for like three hours. hours yeah yeah it was great it's really awesome just the three of us hanging out drinking coffee and talking so shit. let's let's give people a little insight of the shit that we talk about so we Why? talked about the weather we talked of about course. fishing of course we, 
Actually, yeah. I think the majority of the conversation was fishing. Fishing and outdoor stuff. Yeah. I mean, that's what we fucking... Like, it wasn't about, yeah. like, blacksmithing and no. fucking... At, and none of that bullshit. It was no. how we all can't it, wait to no. go fishing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, no, shout out to Matt's guys, Jared and Drew, that do all the installations with Matt and his whole crew, obviously. His wife, Heidi, but... I'm not envious of you guys at all. That I bet job, not. That job sucks. And I'm. So, uh, he kept calling me a baby the whole time when I was good. on site. I was like, you know what? That's fine. I've come to realize I'm spoiled rotten. So I want to do this crap. But so wh- I, why were you being a baby? Oh, it's just just like I said. You're at the mercy of uh, other people. Yeah. And I just want to be like, you know, I kind of want to go down this path of doing my own thing. And like, granted, he did his own thing on those. Right on those pieces that he did kind of the door pulls. He really, I, I don't want to speak on his behalf, but the door pulls, he kind of took the design over and then the doors that we hung were kind of, you know, at, at the mercy of the designers, he says, you know, like the designers mm-hmm. come up with all these concepts and then he has to create them. But yeah, that's just, I, I don't know. The whole installation, everything was weird. The wall was unfinished that we're hanging the doors on and it's just, Oh like, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, I don't know. You're just at the mercy. And then we'd like talk to the guy and he's like, Oh yeah, they're not, are they? They're not finished. Well, just hang them anyway. <laughs> Good <laughs> like, grief. Yeah, it's so, okay. I mean, it just showed me a, a side of things that I never saw before that made me realize that's not for me and that's okay. Yeah. It doesn't have to be for me. So talk but about the I was scale honored, of it though. I was honored that he asked me to go though. The scale of what the building? No, of his project. Like, physically because the the poles were enormous oh yeah they were like seven foot the poles weren't that bad it was the the poles like no bs we were done in like two hours installing Mm -hmm. the doors were 150 pounds each you know hang a track yeah up two flights of stairs which thank god the guy figured out how to get a forklift in the building and bring them up to the second see i told you're complaining about that physical labor oh yeah well no that was so we we parked like (laughs) You know, we park like way out in the middle of this gravel lot, and then you know it doesn't matter either way. It's just it's just not for me. It's not for yeah, me. and that's okay because yep. I just you know I don't have to do it, so I just I'll, I'll gladly help him whenever he needs it. But I just realize that it's not for me. So, so one of the one of the conversations that we were having, I, yeah, I think I mean, we we talked about Trent. And that the scale that he was working on for yes, that big, where it's like all hands on deck, right? Everybody's all, yeah, yeah. It's like this. We were talking about the similarities between the two projects. Yes, right. So because the, the construction place we were at, there was like a hundred people. Right. That you said that house Trent was hanging the canoe in, there was like fifty people working there, and like everybody's doing something right. different. That's exactly what it was with this. Very it's frantic. Just pure chaos. Yeah, very frantic. Like last minute, everything. Like oh shit, we should have thought about this. But we got to do it before Friday, like whatever, you know, like this upcoming yeah. deadline. Did I send right you there. the Did I send you the deadline thing yesterday on Instagram? The guy, the there was like this Indian guru talking about deadlines. No, you sent no. me some weird shit. And he's like, he's like, fuck it. He's like, why does it call a deadline? If you don't do it, nobody dies. It's okay. <laughs> fuck it. It's a great little like video. It's like forty five seconds long. I sent it to a ton of people. I swore I sent it to you though, but anyhow. I've got your stuff like set on auto trash. So anything, <laughs> anything that comes with gets yeah. dumpstered. Right. I wish that was an option. There's a lot of people I'd set on auto trash. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I I told you 
um, I think I told you guys that, you know, everyone, like the guys that were at that install of the canoe, they were coming up to Trent going, don't you hate that it's on this wall and it's never going to see water or anything? And Trent was like, I don't give a shit what this guy does with it. Like, I'm the only thing I'm doing is going right to the fucking bank. And you know, there's, there's, uh, Matt brought up a good point to that, you, you know, saying about that $100,000 canoe he hung on the wall, whatever the right. price of that thing was. Um, 150, no big deal. <laughs> um, 25 days to ship it. That it, it. Probably better that it went on that wall as opposed to in the water. And like Matt Harris said, it'll sit in somebody's boathouse, rot away. Yeah. They won't care about it. You know, this way it's displayed. Literally everybody that comes into that place is going to yeah, see a canoe a- hanging on the wall that's beautiful. It's like right. the the focal point whenever you walk into the great room, like right. the, the fireplace the great room. Well, I'll the fire a house one day that I could call the great room. Oh, <laughs> oh I mean, is this when... your living room? Nope. This nope. is the great room. This is the great. <laughs> the living room is in the east wing. Yeah, that's where the <laughs> schleps stay. <Yep. laughs> oh man! But when you have a fucking fireplace that's like thirty or forty feet wide and like. 30 or 40 feet tall. Yeah, that's wild. I, I, think, I think that constitutes a fucking great room title. But, like, the canoe is the focal point. Like, you walk in these... Anyway, it doesn't matter. You think they'll uh, ever uh, use the fireplace? Well, it's gas, so yeah. Like, they don't do oh, shit. Oh, okay. And there's, like, all these, like, lava rock shit in there. And, you know, there's fucking... It's like, it's so enormous and so fucking intricate that... Yeah, of course you're going to want – and they've got – the like the one of the weirder things of the place was they've got all of these built-in seats that look yeah. toward the fireplace. And then mm-hmm. back to back, they've got other seats that kind of look toward the uh, the dining room. So it's – it's I don't know. Interesting. I think they were going to put like a massive TV below the canoe right above the mm-hmm. fireplace. So they have all mm-hmm. these – and the seats that were built in, they were like kind of like – fucking they were they were first off they were done in really tacky uh, uh upholstery it looked very like tex-mex like fucking something oh, yeah. like something like chilies would do right right, right. Uh, and like the seats would you were, like a booth or a table and, and they looked like booths <laughs> yeah so yeah, they yeah. had all these individual seats but they were just big enough where like one big big fat person could fit in there or two right. like normal people could fit in there right but it was all like walled off so that there were like z- these individual like fucking uh, like those little pods that you sent me. Oh, yeah. Um, the Zen pods. Zen pods. Yeah. Oh, but boy. these were like Southwest Zen pods. That was, like <laughs> <laughs> Chili's leftovers or something. I don't know. <laughs> oh, boy. It's a wild so, world we live in when you start building Zen pods at the workplace. Dude, seriously. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Zen pods. Like I, whatever. I'm not going to. So get you into texted it. me at 12:30 in the oh, morning one day. Yeah, I did. And I told you if you ever texted me at 12:30 in the morning, I was going to break all your fingers except for your pinkies. <laughs> my pinkies. Yeah. It would be hard to type with your pinkies. <laughs> Fucking asshole. So the context of this text was, hey, first of all, I'm asleep, and Amy wakes me up and says your phone's going off, and I'm like, wow. So I immediately think <laughs> something's wrong. <laughs> And I see it's you, and I'm like, oh, God, what happened to him? And then you're like, hey, remind me to tell you about a story involving a dead body. Because, like, yeah. at 1230 in the morning, that's how I expect you'd be talking to me. It's like, hey, God. Anyway. <laughs> that sounds like you can... drunk Roy. 
Right. <laughs> because no. it's 1230, you just woke up, and you're like, I've got to text Chris about this story. No, I didn't have a vision or anything. What's the so, story? So I don't want to make light of this because, like, it's yeah, it's somebody serious. Passed away. Someone right. died. And right. There's nothing funny. So then, about let's not it. tell the story. No, it's worth telling just because it's it's just one of those stories. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Okay. Like that happened. Okay. So we're driving home from her parents. They live 15, 20 minutes away. Yeah. And there is construction between our house and their house, and it's yeah. been the road's been closed for like almost two years. Okay, year right. and a half. What are they doing to it? Just redoing the entire road? Yeah, and it's okay. been, like it's right on the river. It's been falling into the river. It's so like so like okay. before then you'd go on the road and it was like you're on a fucking roller coaster because the road was all buckled. Oh wow! Uh, it yeah, was a yeah, yeah. death trap. Anyway, the reason I'm laying this out is because the road that you have to go on to bypass this, uh-huh. it's like it's like a ninety degree intersection. So you have to almost come to a dead stop to get onto this road, okay? Right. And then from that point to where the accident happened is a pretty short distance, okay? Right. So we're driving. It's it's like 11, it's like 11 o'clock, okay? Mm-hmm. And we see a person in the road just slumped over. There's huh? body just slumped over in the road. In like, the middle of the road? Not in the middle. His legs are on the shoulder. His body is laying up toward the double hash line. Okay. Okay. And there's shit all in the road that looks like body parts. And there's no one around. And we're like, this dude just got hit by someone. And there's no car here, like a hit and run kind of thing. Yeah. So I pull over. Excuse me. She's driving because we're in her car and I'm not allowed to touch (laughs) the settings. So I'm in the passenger seat and I roll the window down as we drive next to this body. And I'm like, this is not good. So she pulls in front of him and I go, hun, because I can't like even a fucking, you know, we watch ER or something on the, on TV. I can't can't look at blood. They do a, put a needle in someone. I'm like, oh my God. Meanwhile, you're getting shots in your eyeball. Anyway, (laughs) good. Uh, Don't get me started. Fucking. I go, I, I, I can't go back there. You got to go check on him. I'm calling 911. What do you mean so, check on him? What are you going to check? To see if. Didn't you just say there was like it, stuff it, everywhere? It, it, there was stuff everywhere. Okay. So but, what are you going to check? Uh, Maybe he's still alive. Okay. Maybe. maybe okay. Maybe it's a. I, I just fucking check. We're not going to leave the dude there, right? No, there's, I'm not saying leave the dude. I'm just saying call the authorities and just like make it. Whatever, so go I go check on him, see what's going on. I'm calling 911. So it connects through the fucking, you know, the, the Wi-Fi bullshit on the uh, Bluetooth, whatever. Into yeah, the yeah. fucking car. Car, yeah. And I, I go, I'm on Highway 42. I'm heading east. And we found what looks like a body in the road. Call, get some people here now. Right. And he's like, okay, we're on it. And, like, he's asking me. Where exactly are you? And what's got, your name? Yeah. What's your phone number? Yes. Where, what's your address? Why do they need all that when you I, call? Like I don't, anyway, I don't know. But you're exactly right. Yeah. He's, he starts going down the list. Yes. And I go, where are you guys, sir? We're 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 working on it. We'll be there oh, soon. God. If there wasn't a bend in the road, I could fucking see downtown. Right. Oh yeah yeah yeah. 
And I go, I looked at the fucking display on the big screen of the fucking car, and it says two minutes and 38 seconds. I go, I've been on this phone call with you for two minutes and 38 seconds, and I don't see a cop car. And then he gets all fucking lit up. Sir, I'm only doing what I can. I'm in a chair at the dispatch office. You don't need to get attitude with me or something like that. <laughs> you know what you do? You hang up. Well, so right I go, there, you hang up. <laughs> I go, I go, um, I go, I'm not giving you attitude. I, you need to get someone here right now. This is a very yeah. serious situation. And uh, he, he just, he was like, I go, you're not saying anything. How am I supposed to know what's, what's going on? He goes, right. I'm doing all I can. I go, a little bit of communication would help. <laughs> and then, I, and then I go. I see cop. I see. I see fucking cop lights. Flashing and I, lights. And then I hung up on him. There you go. So these fucking cops roll up on on the scene, uh-huh. and and in in their defense, they don't know what's going. No, on. what's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One guy's like moseying back, and Brits waving like back here, back here. And then the other guy, he's looking at something that's in front of our car, and the guy in the back. He goes, whatever his name is, Johnny, call everyone. And and Johnny starts running back. Huh? Call everyone. Call everyone. Okay. And there's another person that is. You guys didn't see. That we didn't. Britt was talking oh. to another, to a woman that was on the bank let me paint the picture for you like the lay of the land we're on essentially a bridge it's right kinda, it's kind of like a marina like causeway kind of thing for okay. a boat. the the bank is so fucking steep steep yeah you can't see you can't see the bank of the water down there and it's all right. like like riprap rock and shit you know riprap rock yeah so like why is there another person out and she's like very faintly going help help I can't move or you know, okay. whatever. Yeah. And we're just like, holy shit. Like the situation just got like a whole lot more serious because now there's a very injured person that is out of sight. Are they in a car? What is going on here? There's nothing. There's just two people. Two that people. Are seriously hurt. And there's yep. no car. There's no bicycle. There's no motorcycle. Nothing. Okay. So we're just like, what the fuck happened to these poor people? And then all of a sudden, like the cavalry comes, course, right? Yeah, yeah. Paramedics come. Yep, fire yep, truck yep. comes. There's like ten police cars, yeah. and they're like, "You need to go back." So as soon as like the entourage got there, yeah, they send Britt back to the car, and we got the window down, so we can like kind of hear of a course. little bit. You got it. You want to know what's and, going on? And yeah. I'm looking in the rearview mirror. I can see the body right behind us. That's okay. Um, and they're they're like, I can hear them say, "Put a sheet over this guy." Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And then they start getting all rigged up. So there's a big guardrail there. They've got ropes. There's somebody got, over the bank. They got they got yank straps, and yeah. they're like, "Call the boat, call airlift, okay. call call everyone." Yeah, yeah. And they start talking about a motorcycle, and I'm like, "Where the fuck is a motorcycle?" I go. The only reason, and, and they're taking a long time. We're like an hour into this. So is there a reason you have to stay there? Yeah. Okay. So we're the first on the scene. We're witnesses. So in and around this time where they're like. And what time talk, of night is this again? 
it started around 11 o'clock, 11.15. Okay. So they're, they got all this rigging going on, and they start talking about a motorcycle. And I'm like, that's the reason why they haven't lifted this woman out of that, out of, off the bank. She yeah. must be wrapped around that motorcycle. And Britt was like, oh, my God, you're, you're right. She's like, there's no other reason. Then they call in the, the fucking boat. Yeah. And then an officer comes over and he goes, he leans in to our car and he goes, how much fuel y'all got? And we're like, huh? Enough. He goes, you're going to be here a long time. I go, a long time? What do you mean? Why do you have to be there a long time? Because we're the witnesses. They need to uh, take our. Yeah, but you didn't uh, actually see it happen. We're the first on the scenes. We called. Oh, you're the statement anyway, go ahead. He goes, you're going to be here for a few hours. And I go, a few hours? What if I got to go to the bathroom? He's like, what do you mean? Like, take a piss? And I go, uh-uh. <laughs> You're like, uh-uh, my body's no, scheduled. No, <laughs> and I go, I got I got a bad stomach, and this ain't fucking helping. Yeah. And he's like, well, if you got to go, we'll make arrangements for you to go down to Sunset Grill. And I was like, all right, you fucking better. Um, So a boat fucking comes, and the bank is so steep, dude, that the boat – like disappears underneath and I, all i can see is like the very top of the lights yeah and about that time a fucking helicopter comes fucking lands over there and the fucking fire truck that is there moves all the way down the road and across down by the fucking boat ramp and turns on every light that it has to spotlight the fucking bank yeah and they're at least like i don't know 200 300 400 yards away I, i'm bad with distance right. fucking far they're just trying to do whatever they can and then they put the woman in the basket in the boat drive across the bay and load her up in the freaking helicopter and they take off and so bud the sheriff her cousin comes over and starts talking to us and is like well, we're, we're going to have to get a statement from you guys and whatever. And we just tell him everything that I just told you. Yeah. And he, I go, what, well, you know, we're like, how bad's the woman? All oh, her, like her legs yeah, are broken. Her back, yeah. back's broken, but at least she's alive. And, uh, he goes, honestly, if you all hadn't been here and if she was we, dead, she might've just, cause she was like kind of Bleak. in the water. Right. But who knows like what her, condition i don't we haven't so ultimately anything. it was a bad motorcycle wreck so yes and i go so where is the motorcycle and he goes you see all those cop cars down there and i go well, like a football field away he goes yeah that's where the bike is oh they were flying then and i go wait wait wait, 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 wait. they're heading toward town I'm just trying to like recreate the thing in my head and i'm very confused <laughs> detective scott here yeah <laughs> And I <laughs> on the scene. <laughs> you are literally Kentucky Sidebell, bro. What are you, what are you talking you don't about? You have to reconstruct shit. Man lost his life. Woman's going away in a helicopter. Like, go home. So he goes, honestly, because if we would have pulled up on this scene, a lot of shit go going on. We yeah. may not have heard her. She might have. She might have been unconscious, and there was no way to see down there. Yeah. And I go, so one might call us heroes and he goes i'll be sure and give you a key to the city and i was like <laughs> fucking yeah you will and and then another officer comes up and he's like all right i'm gonna walk you down the scene and you follow me like you stay right next to my side yeah. as we drive because 
they called in the fucking state police to fucking yeah, yeah, like, yeah. like take pictures, measurements, everything. Yeah. So we're driving down at a walking pace next to this officer. We see his wallet and we get up on the motorcycle. Here's the fucked up part, dude. It's a hundred yards away. Yeah. There's a shoulder between the guardrail. There's a guardrail all the way to town, right? And there's a shoulder. It's like two feet wide. They hit the guardrail and that bike veered off, got in between on this shoulder and stayed perfectly fucking upright for a hundred yards and stopped standing straight up. So it was a big Harley, had bags on it, hard yeah, bags, yeah. full big old bat wing. And the the seat was in the river, in the lake river area. Is Kentucky a helmet law state? Do they have helmets on? No. no this no. guy was not wearing a helmet. Gotcha. And that's why I died. Well, poor guy. It, it, I mean, it was pretty freaking traumatic, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I, I don't know what else. To, and, and we got home and, and Britt was like. You put your what, motorcycle what, up for sale. Well, we <laughs> talked about that, and her mom said it last night. Yeah. But she was like, "What? What are we supposed to act like now? Are we just supposed to act normal?" And I go, "I'm, I'm really tired, so I'm going to bed." Well, I got a shit, so yeah, I'm really tired. <laughs> like it My was two percent so, milk is kicking in. I gotta go. It, it was so freaking crazy and just like high alert for like two hours straight, just right. adrenaline going. Yeah. And it's free. So that was another question. What was someone, what were these two people doing on a motorcycle at 11 o'clock at night? It was 28 degrees going oh so God. so fast that they hit a guardrail, lost control, well, lost his uh, life. Warsaw, Kentucky, it's meth and death, capital of the world. We know this for a fact. I mean, when you're on meth, you're pretty warm. It, I, from what I hear, <laughs> I don't know that we don't know the circumstances. Nobody's, nobody's going on a motorcycle at uh, 28 degree weather. I don't care how much of a badass you are. Nobody's like, honey, let's go for a ride. Yeah. Who knows what was going on? Yep. It's very unfortunate, but like, poor guy. Hopefully, the lady's okay. It was crazy. Freaking crazy. crazy. Moving on, I saw that you sold a Black Raven for forty nine thousand dollars. I did. Forty nine thousand, awesome, dude. Congratulations. Forty nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. Just shy. Just, of 50. just shy fifty k. Congratulations. That's pretty You're sick. Welcome. It was. And I see. Why are you saying your welcome? <laughs> I didn't say thank you. I just say congratulations. Congra- well, and thank you. Merry Congra- Christmas. Happy Thanksgiving. All that good stuff. I couldn't believe it. he wrote me. Uh, he, well, he didn't. He like personally wired all of that money. Awesome. And, so you're single-handedly raising the prices of Black Ravens one by one. One by one, they go you up sold to 50K. That one, you sold that one last week for 20K. This one was a little nicer. A little nicer. It's fantastic, dude. Um, all right. No, all those Black Ravens are looking really good. I tried to buy you a True Temper Axe stand that this what? my buddy Dan Keebler found at a store near us for 80 bucks. This. Really? I know, because I, it just happened yesterday. And... Um, I said, hey, do you want to sell that? He goes, mm-hmm. oh, actually, somebody already bought it mm. here on Instagram. He literally just put it in his stories. Uh, Yankee Axes or something like that. Oh, yeah. I know that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he, 250 bucks, I think you paid Ooh, for it. That's fair. Yeah. It's a cool looking piece. It was. It had these little iron um, brackets that kind of pivoted out of the way. It could have mm-hmm. been a, it been a uh, 
true temper garden display right. or whatever, but it was antique. It was like from the probably sixties or something. That's cool. It was really cool. And the way it was constructed, it was all riveted together in like this octagonal shape. And mm. then each one of the, where it would have held the handle had these little sliding brackets that were riveted together and they pivoted on a hinge, like, mm. and you mm-hmm. would open it up, you could pull the tool out and then put the oh, glass cool. back on. It was really neat. But anyway, somebody else got it. I tried to get it for you. It was just really cool. All the lettering was kind of on it, but yeah. not on it, you know? Yeah, 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 It wasn't a piece of shit, but it wasn't super clean either. It was, like, right in the middle. Where it was in the perfect fucking yeah. state. Yeah. Used condition. Yeah, it didn't look like a restoration, and it right. didn't look like it was in the bottom of a river somewhere. But cool piece. Have you ever gotten one of those, by the way? Those axe, those factory, like, I've got a couple display? of axe stands. Yeah. Oh, do you? I didn't know that. Not, not like, big floor stands or anything oh, or okay. the the most desirable uh they just call them bells um, yeah they, they look like a half bell and they got a whole uh-huh. bunch of like slots in them where uh-huh. they would stick the axes in and the handles would stick straight up uh-huh. um and they're they're made out of wood and a lot of them had paper labels on them if like from the late 1800s early 1900s oh wow they're some of the most so that that would have been like the general store display yeah, or whatever exactly yeah. yep yep just display, and, though, that wasn't, like, where you would go in and take the axe off. Like, oh, I want to buy this one, and you would pull it off. Oh, of uh, I think you would, yeah. Oh, it was like that? Okay. Yeah, I mean, interesting. back in the day, everything was much For cooler sale. and nicer, <laughs> yeah. you know. Yeah. I got you. So those bell, half bells or bell-shaped uh, displays, um, point of purchase kind of stuff. Very yeah. valuable, very cool, collectible pieces. Yeah. So I've got a really weird question for you. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is very off topic, but it's been on my mind for a long, <laughs> for a long time. Okay. Have you ever seen the movie with Matthew McConaughey, Heartthrob, No Big Deal, uh, Interstellar? No, that's fairly new, isn't it? I mean, it's like two thousand thirteen. Yeah, something like that. Ten years, whatever. Uh, no, I have never seen it. All right, let me give you a little bit of background on the story. I don't okay? want to go deep into this movie, but go okay. ahead. Okay. Uh, yeah. Just yeah, give yeah. give me the point of the, what's the point of the question? No, no, no. I, 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 so I'm going to give you the movie real quick, okay? Okay. Matthew McConaughey is the hero in the movie, and uh-huh. he's he's trying to save civilization, right? Yep. And kind of the backstory that's going on is he's got a daughter that keeps like, don't go, don't go. Yeah. And there's like some mystery movement going on in the house. Books keep falling off. Fast forward to the end of the movie. It's really Matthew McConaughey who has gone into space and got – fucking sucked into a wormhole and he's and he is pushing the books off of the shelf in a uh, like a morse code kind of binary thing i'm yeah. not talking about caitlin jenner here yeah, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but like books are falling off in a certain right. order um so i've got a cat that i think might be trying to tell me something oh my I, god I, <laughs> I think my cat rogelio is secretly wait your cat's name is rogelio yeah rogelio de la vega um (laughs) i think he's trying to tell me hang on no 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 why is your cat's name rogelio de la lingo or whatever (laughs) it's rogelio de la vega what Uh, is that it's it's a Did character. you get it from a cat rescue in, like, Latin America somewhere? No. Did so you go he, to Brazil to get a cat? So his brother is Mateo. Um, <laughs> where are these names coming from? There's a fucking TV show on the WB. It was called Jane the Virgin. 
dude. So I've told you stories about my wife turning on the TV and working, and I come in, I'm like, what's going on here? There's a character named Rogelio De La Vega on Jane the Virgin who is fucking hilarious. What and is Jane the Virgin? It's a, it's a fucking funny little show on the WB. <laughs> okay, why do you think your cat's telling you stories he, or trying because, to send you Morse code? Because he is the most vocal, chirpinest motherfucking cat ever. Okay. And also, every time he chirps... And cats, once, are, cats are literally 100% aliens anyway. They He very well could be. But every time he chirps and wants like, me to follow him, he always goes to the same place. He always runs back, shimmy, 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 okay. goes, goes under the bed. And I just keep thinking, that's the portal. That's where Matthew McConaughey... <laughs> <laughs> that's where... He wants to take me. Like, he, what if, what if? I mean, you remember that movie, done. Little Monsters? No, hang on. I'm not done Fred with Fred Savage? No, but I like him where this is going Wait, now. you don't remember that movie? No. Oh, Tell- come on. That's like from our childhood. I mean, he I know Fred the bed Savage. And it took, he, he went under the bed and it took him to a whole other dimension where it's like, you know, monsters on the bed. Everybody thought there was, and there mm-hmm. actually was. Really? Under, I haven't you've seen You've never seen... Are you have got to be kidding me? As much TV as you see or watch and stuff, I, I would have figured. I don't 1989 comedy film starring Fred Savage and Howie Mandel was the monster. Ooh, of now course. you you have never seen this movie. No, I cannot believe all the crap that you watch that you've never seen Little Monsters. It's a pretty funny movie. It's not. It's not. It's kind of funny, but like it's like 80s, early 90s kind of. I don't know. It's cool. Cool flick. So but that's what that's what it is. It's like he keeps like looking under his bed. Yeah. There's monsters. And then he come to find out there actually is. And he, he lifts up. It's a live action movie. It's not like a cartoon or some shit. It's really cool. And then he like goes under there. And of course, there's like good and evil monsters. And interesting. Yeah. You should watch it. It's pretty cool. So, if I watched it now, it's probably like the dumbest movie ever. <laughs> but like probably. I remember in 1989 when I watched it, I was like, dang, this is cool. But what if, what if Julio Rodriguez is trying to send you messages from the, or whatever his name is? Rogelio de la Julio, Vega. Julio, Julio de la Vega. It's Rogelio de la Vega. Rogelio de la Vega. So what, what such an idiot what if there was a person like trapped inside of rohelia cats are aliens trying to get out like he is desperately trying to tell me the secret like here comes the the apocalypse i'm warning yeah. you motherfuckers here's so what are you gonna, how what are you gonna do i'm trying to decode his messages <laughs> <laughs> because he is so intent on telling me something i just i, I have to figure it out I know you're really close to Ohio, mm-hmm. but has there been a chemical explosion or anything there that happened in been. Kentucky? There ha- and we is are. Is there possibly a we are chemical downwinders. cloud? Yep. Are you downwinders <laughs> and you're sniffing in this crap? They told us to get bottled <sighs> water and then not to drink the water and then boil it for like a little bit afterwards. <laughs> no joke. And and honestly, I forgot about all that and I haven't done any of it. Really? <laughs> I haven't done any of it. I, I gotta be honest, I hate cats. I can't stand cats. I just I hate them. They're, why they're do literally you, I just why hate, do you hate cats. Them? I don't know. I can't stand cats. I hate them. 
I don't know. Amy all Amy had cats when we met. We had a cat for like 17 years. Yeah. I hate I hate cats. Why? I don't know. I just hate them. I, I never just, had cats and I thought I didn't like them either. They're shitty. They don't listen. They just like they they do listen. No, they don't. If you call well, right. your cat over right now, yeah, he'll they, come. I'm not talking about pick up a toy. I'm saying no. Julio Rodriguez Valavandes Rendelo. He will not come to you. I he, guarantee you. If you say all of them, insane. all of them, all of them come to me. Swear to God. And and check it out. So we've got traffic. Do it right now. Cats, call your right? cat. Call your cat. He's on the fucking couch call your right cat. next to me. Call your cat. Rogelio. 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 He lifted this his is, head. Okay. This is live action. I want to see if he actually. Does Rogelio. He get... Look, that cat does Rogelio. not care about you at all. Rogelio. So for those oh, look, who he's listening, getting up. He's getting up. Turn the Rogelio. camera. Look, he's getting up. We're looking at his cat. Oh, shit. Rogelio. Okay, his cat doesn't care at all that he he's, is. Oh, yeah, he's getting up. He's looking right at Rogelio. So this Come is here. the cat that you think's calling you, your, yeah, uh, the, he, sending he, you he, messages, huh? He has, he has the answer. Oh, my God. Rogelio. Rogelio. Anyway. Um, so we've got trackers, GPS trackers for these fucking cats, okay? Oh, my God. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> because they're inside-outside cats, right? So we can see where these oh, fucking animals are. God. And they all So you like, say they're inside, outside. You, they Do they just go out at their... Do you let them yeah, out? Do they... Yeah. Okay. They'll tell you when they want out. They're just like fucking dogs. No, the, point, the point of this is they fucking run around. They're all catting around the neighborhood. Yeah. And we can pull up the fucking little GPS tracker. And like, oh, that. yeah. Peaches is over there. And are I can go... Serious? Wait, you have a cat named Peaches? Yeah. Wait, how many cats do you have? When you say you, it's my wife. <laughs> she She has four cats. Four. Oh we have Ghost, nicknamed Ghosty, uh, Rogelio de la Vega, Rogelio for short, Mateo, and then Peaches. But we how well, I know you this long and didn't know you had four cats. Normally we call her Peachy. So I can get on the fucking app and I know that Peaches is like four houses down, yeah. close to Main Street, and I can yeah. whistle like you know that fucking little that loud okay, whistle that everyone it. does. Stop it! You're getting carried away. You're not going to tell me you whistle and your cat comes back. Oh, thousand percent. There's no way. I don't care. What I, you, okay. Cats do not listen like that. So I thought the same thing, bitch. Cats do their own thing all the time. Listen, I thought the same thing, and I whenever whenever Britt and I first got together, she had a couple cats, and I was yeah. like, "Fuck these cats! Like, <laughs> I don't like cats either." But. And I go, I don't know anything about cats, yeah. but they are way fucking smarter and way more obedient than you freaking think they are. And now, I can I can fucking whistle and I go, Peachy! Yeah. And, and that fucking cat will come over to But me. does that cat associate that with food? Because no. when I've raised animals over the years, you would no. associate a sound with sure. them getting fed. Yeah. So, you know, like I rattling used to have the food the, can or I, whatever. No, well, yeah, I used to have all those chickens. And what I would happened make a, all those? I sold them and a lot of them got eight. Um, but I would, the, I used to have these five, I probably told this story in the podcast before or whatever, but I used to have these five runner ducks. They're called Indian runners. They stand straight up. They're not like a typical mallard duck. Mm-hmm. And every time I would pull in the driveway from work, they would quack like really loud because okay. I knew that I was coming out to feed them as soon as I got off. So that quack turned into 250 chickens flying from wherever oh my they God. were. Because the, that quack told the chickens that it was time to eat. 
So I started replicating the quack noise, even if the ducks didn't quack, to get all of the chickens to come back to the farm. Really? And they would like, dude, it looked like, you know when Tarzan would do his call and all the animals would come? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what it looked like, but they associate it with food. Same thing with the donkeys. I'd make a sound and the donkeys would come running knowing that it was time to feed, you know. Uh, cows, like the cows on the back of the farm, when you yeah. rattle the, the gate chain, uh-huh. you go ching 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 on the gate. Like, it doesn't matter where they are. They could literally be 200 acres away, and they're, right. they're, they're running across the field because they know they heard that chain link hitting this fence, and they were like, it's time to eat. But so to answer anyway, your question, no. She, it probably she, does. She doesn't come to eat. And and it's not and it's not just peaches. Now yeah. now I will give you Mateo. He's a little shithead. He won't come. He, right. He's a stubborn little fuck. But Ghost, Rogelio, and Peaches, they all fucking come. Huh. They all do. It's fucking weird. I didn't know that. Interesting. All right. So I got one more piece of news. Yeah, sure. I am going to the Blackthorn next weekend. Oh, that's awesome. And I talked to Charles this afternoon. He is going also. Yeah, I just got word from him, too. Same thing. Yeah. So we're going to ride up together. And Ooh, he's sorry. he's got this new fancy truck. I can't wait to see all the gizmos in oh, that cool. motherfucker. Did he get a brand new truck? I, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Interesting. Tacoma looks fucking pretty sweet. Dang. But the, the fucking downside is that uh-huh. now I got to drive down to that motherfucker's house, which is two hours away. Uh, and so what? But we're leaving at five in the fucking morning. Yeah, so what? Just sleep There's on the no... unit. Hey, you're not driving. There's the plus. You know what yeah. you do to a friend? You talk for two hours. Mm. Was it a twelve hour drive? Twelve, yeah. You talk for two hours and you pass out. <laughs> I'm not Matt as, Stagmer. The <laughs> best thing to do is as they're talking, you uh-huh. go to sleep. <laughs> because <laughs> like let them like start telling a story and then you just doze off and just get fade off just fade off and be like oh hey what's up man and then oh i see time, we're almost there <laughs> yeah yeah like six hours goes by you fucking asshole yeah do you sleep yeah. in cars if you're a passenger i have to be really freaking tired and nine ninety five percent of the time i'm the one driving yeah me too um and what really makes me more tired is when somebody that you're driving with Falls asleep against us. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I want to be like, I want to be you right now. I'm stuck behind the steering wheel. There's been twice that I can remember um, that I was driving somewhere really far. And luckily I had somebody with me because I literally had to pull over and be like, you're driving my truck for the next hour because I can't drive anymore. Yeah. And one time was with my buddy Kevin that does all my machining stuff. We were driving back from Jimmy's like in 2018 and it was late at night and we did like a slam bam trip where he was like up you know 48 yeah. hours and, and we dr- turn around and drive home because he had to go back to work or whatever and i'm like we get like an hour from the house and i'm like dude you gotta drive i can't i can't keep my eyes open yeah so he drives and then i did it with matt one time too i was like are you good to drive with the trailer on he's like yep i was like good because i can't drive anymore <laughs> it's exhausting yeah but that was like a 21 hour drive i was doing fuck that yeah but anyhow uh, yeah, I'm excited. Next week's going to be amazing. Uh, yeah. I'm really happy that uh, I got messages from a bunch of people. Tony the Torch is coming again Ooh, from Canada. Tony the Torch! Um, Jason from Dark State Forge is coming from Massachusetts. That's, awesome. I love those guys. Uh, Charles, yourself, it's going to be freaking awesome. Hopefully the weather is going to be great because 
I wanted to be as close to spring. I, I don't know about where you're at, but where I'm at, it, the weather's getting super nice. Everything's starting to bud. Flowers yep. are starting to. But um, yeah, it's going to be exciting. I'm hoping to see some new faces there too. Um, we're building a. For those of you that don't know, I think there's one singular ticket left. We're hmm. building a park bench style uh, in the same theme as the Forge bench with lots of squiggly doos on it. Uh, but it'll be fun. Riveted construction, maybe a little bit of fabrication. Um, the frame is already done. And I think we're doing a beautiful – Austin's going to try and get either a big slab of walnut mm -hmm. or cedar, which both – I would get cedar. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm going to – it's the piece of wood is going to be uh, easily sl slide-outable. Like you're going to be mm -hmm. able to just up remove it at any time. So oh, uh, just good. like I told him. Yeah. If we get cedar, both of us will be in our 70s or 80s before we probably have to replace it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, plus cedar is beautiful anyway. Because I told him if we go, like my idea on this bench, it's going to be really beautiful. I can already feel it. And um, I want a beautiful piece. Of, I said if we're going to put a dead tree on it, it better be a beautiful dead tree. <laughs> The way the way that you think about things, motherfucker head, is so goddamn dumb. <laughs> Why is it? If I put a dead tree on it, what the it better fuck? Be, better be a beautiful dead. Can't tree. call it a piece of fucking wood. It's a dead tree. What is wrong with you? And then he said we can do that sugugi gaga on it or whatever. What sugugi gaia sugi shaya? Where you burn what? it? Where you burn the wood? You know what I'm talking about? Shugi shugi mahoya. Uh. <laughs> Jimmy Superflat Snooker on it. Fucking, you're gonna. It's called something. It's some uh, Japanese technique of preserving wood. Um, su oh, sui, sui, yeah, where you burn it. Sui Shack, Shawshank Redemption, Chicago, Ooh. Samsonite. You're Sam out of there. Samai. Um, no. <laughs> no, uh, it's like Shang Shui, something like Sugiban. that. Sugiban. Yeah. Susugiban. So Trent did is. that. Trent did that Sugi to his Bob. entire. This fence. is what I said. He said. He said cedar would be really dope, especially if we did Suzuki bond that shit. And I said Suzuki, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and he said. And he sends me a photo, a Google photo of what it is. I said I know what it is. I said the only good wood is burnt wood. You're an idiot. <laughs> and he said. <laughs> Oh, yeah, we're going to stop there. But anyway, um, yeah, it should be exciting. I'm really pumped up about it. I'm going to show up on probably Wednesday just to make sure everything's all good. Um, another thing, if you noticed, yesterday I put the rack on my bed finally, and it's I'll, solely because of this trip because I really? do not want to haul the trailer because mm -hmm. I'm bringing all the material, all the steel, all the tools and everything. So Really? Yeah, and I don't want to haul my trailer. I just want to put it in the bed of my truck because – they charge you for six axles when you go up to New York. Mm. And mm. the last bill I got for going up there was $230 in tolls. Yikes. Let me tell you why. Because they freaking gave me late fees, $45 per toll that I went through. So I called them up. They just mailed this last month. Fun. From October. Yeah, from the original maker camp thing. Yeah, so I call her up and I call the toll people. Nice lady answers and say, "Hey, I always pay my toll bills, and I have no problem paying this one, but I am not paying the forty-five dollars per toll uh, fee." Yep. And she's like, 
well, if you're late, you got to pay the fee. And I'm like, if I'm late, yeah. I said, but the date on these toll bills is yesterday. You guys <laughs> just sent them out from October. Oh, I'm sorry. That happens all the time. Let me go what? ahead. And, yeah. Let me go ahead and waive those fees. It's a computer error. And I'm looking at it like, it's not a computer error. I see somebody's signature where they verified that it's a, a fine. You know, like whoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, you know, toll supervisor. Yeah, yeah, the supervisor. He like signed off on each one saying I violated toll fees. But anyhow, I, mean, I wanted to build this rack because all I had Whoa. was basically a. Hang on. Why don't you have a fucking easy pass? Easy pass. I don't yeah. know. I'm stubborn. Everybody's asked me that for years. So there's I, you a know difference that, you between know being stubborn and stupid. I think it's You're stupid. Having You're the, being stupid. <laughs> I think it's having the cash in hand. I'd make it a point to always have like $101 bills or fives because okay. Okay. for tolls. Because I don't know like where's – I don't know. You know, how, you know how you could avoid all that? Get the easy fucking pass. easy pass. I know. It's, it's not only easy. So – it's fast, and rack. you don't have to fucking, you don't have to do, and it's cheaper. I know, I know. Matt gave me the same, he gave me the same spiel on the way to Ohio. He's like, why don't you have an easy pass? I'm like, yeah, I know. I've been hearing that for years. Jimmy used to say that shit to me like five years ago. How yeah. do you do all this driving don't have an easy pass? <laughs> like, you are dumb. Dude. You are Plus, dumb. It's part of the human connection of talking to the nice toll lady or man dude, in no. the booth. They're trying they're like, to do away with all that shit. 285, please. <laughs> <laughs> Life is miserable. <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, I built this rack with the sole purpose of hauling all this material up there. I was gonna do some custom stuff on it, and like I was actually gonna add post vice legs to support the back rack. Ooh, like, that sounds fun. Kind of rat roddy, you know? Yeah. I mean, my whole truck's kind of rat roddy, mostly rat, not rod. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you blew a head gasket last year or a valve cover. Yeah, gasket. valve cover gasket. But anyway, um. But yeah, I got that done. And for anybody that MIG welds all the time, you know your wire runs out at the very last part that you have to do to finish the project. So I get my tailgate mocked up, got it clamped down to the welding table, squared everything up just the way I needed to, run one bead. Zzz, hey, what the, what's going on here? And I knew when I started the project, it had a brand new 10-pound spool of wire in there. Okay. It's gone. It's gone. It's gone. So this morning, I'm like, by the, yesterday, it was like 4.30. I'm like, you know what? I'm not running to go get wire. I'll just do it in the morning. So I went and got wire this morning. So what happened to the wire? The MIG ferries to get it or what? No, it just like, it disappears faster than you think. And it always, literally, always runs out when you have to yeah. do like the last weld the last little of bit. the project. Any, every time I've fabricated any giant vice stand or something, like, I'll get to the very end of it and I'll be like, zzz. Mm. and it's always like you only get a quarter of the weld that you need to finish like it could be like (laughs) a six inch weld and it'll go like that's it that's done but anyway i built the whole rack on the welding table phenomenal i had these hold downs uh that go in that acorn table so it's basically like a hold fast for a wooden bench Mm -hmm. you know like a woodworker's table but a lot bigger and i almost gave them to matt harris as a gift and he's like no you keep them You'll use them one day. I'm like, I'll never use these fucking things. <laughs> Dude, I have used those things more than anything. And when I tell you they hold fast, basically they're a C-clamp, half of a C-clamp, and then it has this round uh, piece of aluminum that goes inside each one of those squares. So you can move it around on the table wherever gotcha. you want. 
But then when, like- you, when you clamp, I mean, it clamps and it ain't going nowhere. So I basically squared up the whole frame, measured everything, built the frame off the truck, clamped it to the table so it could not move under weld. Yeah. And then slid it on the truck yesterday evening. And it was like perfect. I mean, awesome. perfect. Not it- bad for a guy that can't read a tape measure. <laughs> so we'll talk about that later. Um, are Is it permanent on your truck or is it like? On and off, or what? No, it's welded. Welded to the truck. Now. Oh, yeah, I like, solid welded. Done. <laughs> I like, yeah. Fuck the bed. I solid welded it. I painted it, everything. Yeah. Really? You painted it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's all blacked out. Because we had a huge rainstorm coming last night, it was supposed yeah. to rain all day yesterday, mm-hmm. and it ended up not raining. So I ended up working on this thing all day yesterday. And then um, as soon as we're done recording this, I'm going to go back out. And I literally just have to set the tailgate and build a hinge for it. And then I'll be done. Why don't you have it powder coated? Because I don't care about that much. Honestly, I don't. I mean, I, this this bed may come off. I may get a call next week and have a new truck. Not a new truck, but a new-to-me truck, you know? Yeah, I'm yeah, not. Yeah. I will never... Until the day I die, I don't care if I'm like 85 years old, and I'll, I'll never buy a brand new truck for for a lot of the reasons that we talked about today. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. want the old school stuff. You know, the whole uh, working in the automotive industry most of my life, and the whole fly by wire thing sketches me out like crazy. But what I mean by that is there is no longer a cable connected from your gas yeah. pedal to the throttle body, whereas my truck still has that. So. Basically, it's all controlled electronically now, Yeah, which is fine, but that's also more shit to go wrong. And I always, that stuff always turns in my head, you know? I was like, the same people that work and design these cars are guys just like us, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Whether they have a specialty in designing this stuff or not, they're still schlubs like us. They may put that part together on a Friday at 4.30 right before they punch out. They're just like, you know what? It yeah. doesn't need that little extra bit of solder. It's fine. Fuck <laughs> it. That's the part that falls apart. Anything mechanically can go wrong, and that's just something I think about all the time. That's why I well, want, like, basic shit. My yeah. buddy bought this brand-new F-350, and mm-hmm. I get in it. It's like a dually diesel, you know, right. very nice truck. He's got – he's just like me. He's got cloth seats. He's got <laughs> – ru- look, no carpet. It's all rubber mat. Yeah. You can, like, if you get it muddy or whatever, you just hose it out. out of, yeah, hose it out. Of, it's in a brand-new 2023, wow. and he's like – Dude, I, when I saw this truck, I was like, because he's on the same thing I am. He's like, I don't want no freaking TV in my dashboard. Right. Give me the cloth seats, the rubber floor. And I I, I hope, and I, I don't think it's going to happen, but I hope manufacturers start finding out that things will start shifting that direction. It's like, oh, people don't care if there's a TV in their dashboard. People don't want, you know, seats that automatically heat up when you sit in a base to you know, there is there are people that do want that, but on the yep. other side of it, do you remember the days when it was cheaper to buy a manual tra- – I know you remember this. Yeah. It was cheaper yeah. to buy a manual transmission car. Now it is more expensive, like very If you can expensive. even find one. Yeah. If you can, well, you can special order yeah. you know, one, but now it's like literally $3,000 more. Yeah. When you used to shop for a car back in the day, it was you like – Save oh, some bucks. You want this this automatic's gonna cost you three grand more. It's yep. like, well, give me the stick then. Yeah. Now nobody freaking knows how to drive a stick. Which is 
fucking I would, idiotic. Love, I would love to have a truck back and stick again. I've yeah, never me too. Me and Amy talk about it all the time. Like we used to always drive manual transmissions. I had to take my driver's test on a manual transmission car. Yep. You know, I always drove manual transmissions. Now it's like people don't they don't have a clue. They're like, get, get in. What's this third pedal? <laughs> I have no idea. What do you do with this thing? Dude, it it whenever wow. I whenever I bought my 08 Subaru, that was yeah. n- number one priority. It had to have a five speed in it. Yeah. And whenever I got rid of it um to get our new Forester, yeah. Like they have completely phased out the manual transmission yeah. on all but one car in Isn't Subaru's lineup. Yeah. And it's probably the WRX, right? It is the WRX, yeah. yeah. The sport because model. they want to keep it to the rally right. roots exactly. and all that stuff. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's wild, man. I mean, I, there's days though that I miss just getting in that car, whatever, or truck, and pushing in that clutch. And just yeah. Like the only time it sucked really is when you were in traffic. You know, it's yeah, like, yeah. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, you know, letting the clutch out. The any other time that was just a blast to drive. Plus, I think a lot of it kept your. You didn't give up. Could you imagine, like when we were younger, driving manual transmissions everywhere? You wouldn't give a fuck about your phone. There's no, no way you could pick your phone up. No, no. There's no way. You wouldn't first of all, your car wouldn't go. Because <laughs> you gotta fucking <laughs> shift gears and shit. Now it's like, you know what? Maybe they bring back the transmission, the manual. It's like yeah, the car is only available in manual transmission. <laughs> Where's the cell phone holder and the TV? The car is only available in manual. <laughs> well, what yeah. and so being in the auto industry stuff like you're talking about. Yeah. And when I was on the service side, yeah. dude, these these service techs, these auto techs, they're getting paid like a hundred thousand dollars a year because oh, yeah. all, all the fucking technology that they had to keep up on. Yeah, like they they don't they don't just like hmm, I think it's the plugs on that. No, they fucking hook up a goddamn computer every yeah. time a car rolls in, and those computers they're like tens of thousands of oh, dollars yeah, for all bucks. the diagnostic tools. Yep, and and yep. they just. They put them on, hit go, and they're like, all right, that's the problem. And then you mechanically fix it or, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. and that's why those fucking, that's why it costs so much to maintain fucking cars today. Yeah. Because the yep. technology just keeps pushing further and further out. I remember when aluminum started coming more and more into the manufacturing process with the F-150. They moved over to aluminum body panels and stuff like oh, that. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Audi switched to all aluminum frames on some of their cars and they wanted us to switch to, you had to buy all these specialty tools cause you can't mix steel working tools with aluminum cause you get what's called galvanic corrosion, which is mm-hmm. basically anything you hit with a steel tool would kind of bleed over and rust the aluminum. But, um, they wanted us to buy all these specialty tools and the welder was like $27,000. The shit. measuring system was like $45,000 and it was like, so I was like, I don't know. We should probably get into this. We'll probably be like leading people that are doing this. And I was like, hey, I don't want to work on fucking Audis anyway. How about we don't do any of this? Really? Because a lot of people that own those cars are fucking shitheads, snobs. You know, it's like, <laughs> I don't want to work on stuck up people's cars. Like, I want to work on like normal people's cars. So mm-hmm. we, we kind of went the other direction and didn't do it. It's somebody up the road from us like you know another shop got all this equipment to do it spent hundreds of thousands of dollars to get the equipment to do it regretted every second of it oh god yeah yep but anyway but it's it's weird how things change but hopefully like i said it'd be great if manufacturers went back to the you know they're they're doing it with the um 
they're doing it with the man with the models of cars. Like they're bringing back the Bronco, they're bringing back the Camaro and stuff like that. You know, it's like mm-hmm. okay, that's cool. We're doing it with the models. How about we do it yeah. with the interiors and the transmissions and take all the bullshit out of the cars? Like, give me the roll up windows and the freaking you know maybe not roll up I- windows because. That's about the only electronic thing I like. <laughs> so <laughs> give me the give me the push button windows. So in my '79 Ford, yeah. Um, whenever I first got it, I wanted to to you know like hot rod it up and do all this stuff and whatever, and I wanted to put like a race car like push button start on it. And Britt yeah. was like, Britt was like, all cars are push button nowadays. <laughs> she goes, having a key is cool. No, but this is weird. This is like, this is, this is the real, like you yeah. put your key in, then you push the start button. Yeah. 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 You got to flip all the fucking, you got fuel pump, <laughs> fucking, fuel yeah. pump. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Battery. Yep. Yeah. Hit it I all. I remember that shit was cool. It was. Oh, this was cool. I was, I even, I used to have a 69 dart that had a 368 all done up. And I remember it was an automatic, but I put a reverse manual valve body in it. So okay. you could pull back on the stick like a drag car. Ooh, I had yeah. had a B&M, like Cheetah reverse manual valve body in it because I, I just wanted to drive a stick that bad. So it didn't have a clutch or anything, but you shifted gears by pulling back on the stick and then pushing it forward. To It was, it was like driving a manual without a clutch. Um, that's similar to what Ken Block had, right? Yeah. Very, yep. He had, I can't well, believe he had, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What a weird way to go, too. I know. On he was Snowmobiles. having the time of his life, snowmobile and having fun, and does all that crazy shit with Jim Connor and rally car driving. Does the craziest driving on the planet, yeah. literally. And he passes away on snowmobile riding with his friends. Dude, but that just the- goes to show you that you need to like literally go all out with life, like he did. He went all out, and he dies to something very stupid. You know, yeah. I don't know the circumstances surrounding it. Were they doing like double backflips off of a, you know, top of a mountain? But it, whatever, it wasn't his main gig that he was like no. driving crazy rally car no. driving and all that stuff. But. So living out west, I, I would suspect what he was doing. They just call it highline, and and they do yeah. it in motorcycles also. Try to try to get your snow machine as far up the mountain as you could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then mm-hmm. fucking turn back. And he mm-hmm. probably got up there and it flipped back on him. And yeah, who knows? Who, who knows? knows? Yeah. But dude, but, that fucking so the Huna Ford, the Huna truck, yeah, amazing. And then the fucking the Jim Connor uh, Pikes Peak, where the fucking back yep. of the car is drifting off. Dude, all the like, all the if you uh, ever watched any of the Jim Connor series for what we're talking about on YouTube, Ken Block did the series where he would drive in different locations all the time. And they actually shut down cities, literal yeah. cities. The last one I watched was the one in Vegas where they shut down literally like almost all of Las Vegas. I haven't and, seen the Vegas one. Yeah. Vegas one's sick. And he goes out and drives through the city. Just does like these crazy. Are you sure it went in LA? I mean, he shut down LA. No, no, he shut down. I'm pretty sure it was Vegas. Cause he, hmm. that might've been the most recent one right before he passed away. Oh, um, okay. Then. But anyhow, yeah, live your life. Do what you want to do. Because Man, sh- shit happens all the time. I was I was shocked whenever whenever that came across the news. I was like, Are you serious? He's not that old. He's like mid fifties. And yeah. he was and he was handing over uh you know, he was training his daughter. She was doing the drag stuff and yeah. she kind of pushed out and did the paddle shifts or whatever. Um <laughs> but whatever. She was right. like 
12 or something. I don't fucking yeah. know. But God, what a what a what a major loss. Like that dude was so freaking influential and iconic and just inspiring all yeah. So yeah. yeah. It's just Crazy. such a such a fucking loss. Entertaining, smart, fucking Great businessman. And he just seemed like a cool dude, like, oh, yeah, there's Ken Block. Let's go hang out with him and shoot the shit yeah, for a little bit. That's what he it, just, did, it did he seem He just like seemed that. like that kind of guy. Yeah. Like, not like Tom Cruise, although he's a heartthrob. <laughs> I mean, he just seems like a dick. You're such an idiot. <laughs> have uh, you seen Top else? Gun? Top Gun no, Maverick? I haven't watched it yet. God, you're I know. Idiot. I got to watch it. I got to watch it. I haven't watched a movie in, you, man, I can't. Like, whenever you get it, whenever you watch it, you need to have a sweat rag because, I mean, it'll fucking. It's crazy. <laughs> It, it'll get you. Anyway, um, <laughs> what else? Anything else? Uh, everything, everything looks like it's on the up and up in the axe world, which is great. You're selling them like crazy. So I am taking a, I am going to have to take a major freaking pause on production. Like yeah. for normal customers to get all of these black Ravens done. Literally awesome. there's like 25 of them that That's I have so to get, cool. that I have to get done before blade show. So the whole Norland project is on hold. Yeah. Uh, any customer order stuff is on hold. Because if I don't get these done, yeah, you gotta have stuff I, for blade and stuff and all that. Exactly. Yeah, I was just yeah. talking to our friend Benny uh, yesterday from from Broadback. Fiery Ice, Fiery Ice Forge, and he's giving me shit about going to this event in I can't remember what it is. Sorry, Ben, I think it's May or something. But he wants to get an Airbnb so we can all just hang out at the same place or whatever. Well, we don't hang out there, but at this event. And then he was giving me shit about Blade. He's like, "Are you finally gonna go to Blade this year?" He's like, "I think you'd really have fun, man." And you should like, go. You should go. And I said what I say every year. Depends on how Whoa. the fishing is. <laughs> it depends on how the fishing is. Anyhow, uh, maybe we, maybe I'll go. I don't know. I should go just to scratch it off the list and tell everybody, yes, I've been. I know what it's all about. But um, yeah, yeah, it's, I'm glad it's exactly are... like someone going, hey, you should go to Maker Camp. They're like, yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah I get and it. And like, you're it. a fucking idiot if you yeah, don't no, go I to Maker it. Camp. I get it. Yeah, I you're get it. dipshit. Um, go, uh, as we wrap this up, go check out. Uh, my boys just put up an awesome video on youtube.com slash that works for mm-hmm. the new John Wick movie that gets released today. They actually made the nunchuck from uh, John Wick. Yeah. Um, go check that out. It's very cool. They did a very awesome uh, documentary style video where Good they talk them. about the history of it. And um, is it realistic or is it just something from the Ninja Turtles? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of a cool video. They've been putting out a lot of bangers. It's true. I mean, a lot of people, was this a real weapon or is it just some fictional crap somebody made up? Did Bruce Lee make it famous? Go check out the video, youtube.com slash that works. Fantastic video. Watched it today. It was great. They did a great job on it. Um, but uh, yeah, you got anything else? I do. R- r- real, yeah, real, go ahead. Um, so I'm having guitar practice. Yeah, you have a guitar practice. Guitar and practice on Wednesday. I do. Yeah. Um, and... I know that I'm a weirdo, wackadoo. Yes, um, you are definitely a wackadoo. So my instructor, uh, his name's Tyler. He lives like I can see Tyler's house. He's my next door neighbor. Okay. And uh, I'm just the last couple of lessons have been really frustrating. And I'm like, do you ever have some like shithead students? Yeah. Like, because like, I feel yeah, like you're one of them. I, I go because I, I kind of feel like a shithead because he's like, all right, play it like this. Yeah. And I'm like, and for a couple of minutes, I'm like. I'll, I'll just practice it later. And I was like, you yeah. know what? I'm not going to practice it later. I don't give a shit. I'm like, it's good enough. And he's like, why would you say it's good enough? I'm like, 
that's ah, just good enough. I don't care. I don't care that much about it. Yeah, I, go, yeah, yeah. Have, I go, do you ever have students that, that say that sort of stuff? And he's like, I had this one student, older guy, older gentleman, uh-huh. that I would play like A to D and then back to A. But he would just stay on A the whole time. And right. I'm like, why wouldn't you go to why wouldn't you go to D? And he goes, Yeah, we just go back to A anyway. It doesn't matter. And uh I go, That's kind of fucked up. Who who says that? And he's like, some dude named Monty. And I go, Monty? Are you <laughs> I go, whoa, 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 whoa. Does he look like John Kreese from Cobra Kai? And he's like, How do you know him? And I was like, that <coughs> motherfucker wanted to stab oh my, my eyes God. out. And oh my god. He was like, Yeah, I don't have him as a student anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Swear to God. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. I think that's it. That's I'm it. Excited this to see you next up. week again, man. It's gonna be awesome. Uh you, Charles, everybody. I'm excited. I can't wait. It's gonna be fantastic. It is. And I'm I'm really excited to get there we'll too. We'll do a we'll do a follow-up episode of the uh after the group forge and Talk about all the fun stuff. I appreciate each and every one of you guys. Listen, both of us do. We love you guys so much. And uh, what else? So do people that have uh, paid for the class, do they need to bring anything? They, what, what oh, do they... I've just been, people have been messaging me that, and I just tell them bring their favorite hammer. Okay. If they got tongs and they want to bring tongs, sure, bring that. But, you know, we should pretty much have everything covered. So is there going to um, – last year there was like a little bit of open forge time. Is that going to be around? Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cool. I would actually prefer that we didn't work all the, mm-hmm. the whole time, you know, because there's going to be uh, there's a lot to do in three days, but I think we'll do it. I know we'll do it. We don't have a choice. <laughs> awesome. We'll get it done. But uh, yeah, I think that's it. Anything yep. else? I'll be there Thursday. Right on. I'll be there sometime. That's okay. a wrap. <laughs> okay. <laughs> From Julio Bandones and Peaches. That's a wrap on the axe and iron podcast.